This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Brian Laplante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band have a plan and are preparing for a race. Eli was ordered to teach Atticus poetry, Valentine sourced a horse for House Van Houten, and Morgan found herself an excellent black market horse, but couldn't find a black market ship. Will she have any luck purchasing one from House Volensong? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. A purchase order for the Fine Grove Shipyards. And if at all possible, it would mean a lot to me if the ship could be both fast and somewhat (laughs) pleasing to the eye. Um, There are a lot of things in this world that aren't beautiful, and I would appreciate it if my ship was one of the things that was. Of course, I fully understand if this is not possible given the time constraints or who it's for, but if you could try your best, I would greatly appreciate it. Sincerely, Sacretar Voidstain. What a Voidstain, am I right? You Classic are literally Voidstain. correct, yes. Um, so, uh, having failed to obtain Voidstain's ship, uh, Morgan, mm-hmm. you've returned back to the Van Houten estate to pick up uh, Eli, posing as Clarence the Footman. Uh, to uh, go and call on Lady Ballensong, both to make a good first impression and to see if you can maybe finagle one of the uh, the fine, sort of like fancy antique ships that uh, that the Ballensongs are known to produce. Um, is there any preparation you and Eli want to do before you go calling? Man, <laughs> just one thing. I think we would we would take Toby, and Toby can perch on Eli. Mm. To look extra fancy, extra yes. in, in, like intimidating and intriguing. Because also, I'm sure nobody here actually knows Captain Rolls Varn, but if we're being technical, it is Captain Rolls Varn's bird. Like oh. for reals, it oh, was nice. given to Morgan by her, <laughs> and it was hers for many years prior to that. So it's like the legit thing. But just before we leave on on the ship, it's like Eli, we need to make a good first impression. I believe you need to make a good first impression. <laughs> yes, and you are helping me. Oh, okay, how do you want me to help? Don't do like last time and ramble. Look professional. Can I just be quiet? If you're going to be quiet, then be useful and keep your eyes open or be... do something. Uh. <laughs> A confused Eli says, okay. Yes, if you can't fight, then at least use your tactics to look out for things. We have to make a good first impression, but this is a person we are trying to scope out. That I can do. All right. 
Oh, all right. We're, we're going. We're going into hell now. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Atticus, uh, you Valentine, you get pinged that uh, the uh, uh, Victrix has arrived. Uh, the, the horse has been delivered. Um, there's a, sort of like a large, um, like wheeled transport pulls up, uh, and uh, a, a horse trainer steps off uh, with uh, with the horse. Um, uh, the horse looks great. Like again, just like a, a beautiful horse. Um, uh, the feathers are spectacular, as all sci-fi horses have. Um, and uh, it just—is it a fully feathered horse, Tom? Is it a feather mane? What are we seeing yeah, in terms yeah, yeah. of feathers? So th- th- this is uh, this is the like we didn't want to spend too much on the CGI budget, so it's like on the horse's shoulders, mm. a little bit off. It's basically when people want to make a move a. Historically accurate dinosaur nod without actually making the dinosaur a feathered bird monster. Mm. So just like a little <laughs> bit off uh, sort of the horse's jaw, a little bit off the mane. Like the mane is is got like a a flare of feathers and then off off the the shoulders and and uh, the hind shoulders. I don't know horses. Hind quarters. Right there you go. Just sure. Every, everybody chime in with your horse dogs. This is good. <laughs> so yes, uh, feathers horses eat meat. There we go. Good, good, good. If you squeeze them, glue comes out. No, (laughs) the death horses. No, I don't like it. Horses eat other horses. (laughs) I mean, they don't talk good. That's where they get horse power from. Yep. (laughs) They could be only horse. They're bad at talking because they're always a little horse. Oh, nay. Except for when they're a big horse. Yep. And they're not (laughs) capable of democracy because they only vote nay. You got any more? I mean, I probably do. We can call it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So that's on the hoof of the story. Let's uh, move along to um, Atticus. You see this horse uh, for the first time. Uh, and Valentine, you're apparently... How, how do you want to teach Atticus to ride a horse? Uh, Valentine would like to bribe this trainer to teach Atticus to ride a horse because Valentine uh, has seen mounted regiments, but he has not actually participated in one, and that's not generally a part of commissar training. If you're put with a mounted unit, the mounted unit will teach you how to ride because they're going to be... Even Imperial Guard mounted units, a lot of them are horses, but some of them are like a local lizard species yep. like you never know. So he's like knows he can't do it in time. In his head, he's wondering if Atticus can't do this. He's going to have to talk to Kotov about, like, what kind of mechanical legs will be allowed in this race we could put on the horse to try to stabilize it if Atticus is dog shit. Like, can <laughs> can we just put treads Training on the wheels? horse? Like, what's, yeah. what's legal? Treads. Like, just tank treads and remove the legs <laughs> so the horse is like a servitor that can drive like oh a car. God. Like, I don't know. So Valentine's just mathing out what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. All right. So if you want to bribe uh, 100%, yes. a horse trainer, um, I think we're probably going to go with charm or negotiation. Let me see what my options are then. This horse's limbs are in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go with like ch- charm. I guess neither of these are good. That for sounds him, charming. So, <laughs> so I mean, just I mean by de- by default, I guess we'll go. With, I guess we'll go with negotiation. That feels more like Valentine. It's not like he's worried about this person liking him. He's just going to try to do his job as a valet. What's my difficulty, Tom? Um, I'm going to say uh, three. Um, the horse trainer is is like you you bought from the most official horse trainer you could, so like they're very legitimate uh, and probably have like shit to do, but at the same time you have money. Also, like no one wants to work for the Van Houtens. Okie dokie. Uh, <laughs> anything else I should add to this? Mm, 
I will give you one boost for the trainer seeing who is meant to ride the horse and viewing it as an interesting challenge. Okay. Can I have another boost? Because I will pay this guy so much money. Sure. You'll also get a setback from Morgan's terrible roll last time. Great. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably all I can do on this check. So let's see what happens. Uh, one failure, one advantage. Okay. Um, so uh, he says no. He's very busy. Uh, also, he just like takes one look at the estate and uh, Lord Van Houten is like, <laughs> no. Um, I think for the advantage, um, for the advantage, we'll say that the horse is as advertised. It is like sturdy enough that Atticus can ride it and the arm won't be a problem. Like it's not like a lesser horse that would like not be able to manage this. This, this horse is like almost more of like a war horse type, just like a big fucking horse. Um, but, uh, the trainer, uh, simply says like, no, <laughs> not for any money. Good luck, I guess. And he gets back in his car. Valentine makes a note to do what a valet would do, which is spread nasty rumors about this guy's business later. Because uh, <laughs> he has to do that in character. He's not even doing that himself. He doesn't fucking care. This guy's an idiot, but fine. Uh, then at this point, because he doesn't have another option currently, because none of the security are going to fucking ride horses, and none of the house staff are going to ride horses, uh, He's going to ask Hugh to look to get him a copy of the specific rules for the race so he can hopefully airbud situation this, which is no <laughs> one said I couldn't put tread, tank treads on the horse. Uh, and then it's going to be the horse is there. The horse has the fucking thing like get on it, Atticus. And it's just him watching Atticus ride this horse around and trying to spot anything Atticus is doing that's wrong. Like it's literally just watching to be like, can I improve this from where we're at zero of horse skill to some by observing the mistakes being made until he can hopefully airbud situation this because it's a disaster. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so Atticus, first I'm going to need an athletics. So good news for you. I feel uh, like an, there's another shoe waiting to drop. Oh, baby. Is there ever a horseshoe? Um, so <laughs> if we can go with athletics, brawn, I'm going to say uh, difficulty of um, two. And this is just for like hopping up on that horse. All right. See, see what what you 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 do with that. If I can even make it up there. Yeah. Uh, story points still set at two and three, um, and uh, yeah, Ryan rolled an advantage, so we'll pass that forward to you as a free boost. Oh, lovely. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six successes, and three advantages. You. You I'm up there. <laughs> get up on that horse. Uh, well, that's good. You can spend your advantage forward to your <laughs> to the challenge you're about to face. Um, all right. So uh, you you hop up on the horse. Um, what does this? Uh, what does it feel like to be on top of a horse for for Atticus? Too high up. <laughs> it's not safe. Yeah, it's not so, tactically sound. So the horse has a um, has a. Uh, a saddle uh, already strapped on um, and is, is sort of ready. Like the horse trainer didn't just like dump the horse and be like, peace. Um, <laughs> so uh, you're up there. Uh, the horse is kind of, uh, has responded well to to your presence just based on the athletics check. So like, you know, being able to get up there and, and get settled. Um, but, uh, you know, you've got um, a, a bit of an open, some of the, the new staff have cleared like a, a pathway, um, like a, a little circuit uh, for you. So you can, you can get the, the horse up to speed. Uh, Valentine, do you have any advice for Atticus before he takes off here? 
Nope. He's just going to watch. He does not know what Atticus is going to do right or wrong, and he doesn't want to accidentally give advice based on an assumption that could skew things. Because it could turn out Atticus is great at this. Valentine does know that some people are natural riders and some people are not. So, fingers cool. crossed. Let's hmm. have a driving check. Uh, this is going to be difficulty three because it's a living animal. Um, I'm going to spend a story point to make it worse. Uh, so it's one red, two purple. Um, you get a boost for having a saddle. Um, oh my God. And a boost for this being a very expensive, well-trained horse. How about that advantage that I had And uh, Yep, you can, you can pass that forward to yourself for sure. All right. Um, What are we at? Two and three? <laughs> yep. Now we're at three and two. In right. favor, I'm going to spend a story point to keep it at two and three. <laughs> Um, status quo uh, uh, and gosh I have two agility and two driving so I'm at two yellows what do we do in that we do add, yeah, add a green green one okay uh, and this is um, this is Atticus uh, uh, trying to you know live his values of you, you got to be good at your job so he's he's determined just as he was with like learning the Van Houten profile and learning certain kinds of etiquette He's like, I have to be good at this. Fair enough. And, you know, you were great at riding that bike. So mm, you're, well. you're learning all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, can you have a boost for bike riding? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's ridden an unruly beast before. Uh, one success and two advantages. Holy shit. Um, all right. So you're, you you kind of um, sort of like start off. Is it canter into trot? I think is the. Yes. Well, part? no, In it's. Atticus mm. parlance. It's uh, at the half. Forward. March. <laughs> uh, Trot, you, then canter. Okay, thank you. Yes. Yeah, you've got uh, get at me horse Twitter. You've got um, <laughs> you've got one of those like uh, it's that fucking uh, horse from Tangled Maximus who is just like a military grade horse. This horse is like, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> so immediately just like takes off at like a, a, a happy uh, trot. And honestly, like you're not fantastic at this, but you can definitely manage. Um, again, this horse is incredibly well-trained. Also, realistically, even though these aristocrats would be taught to ride horses, like, all the time, forever, smart odds are a lot of them are really fucking bad at it because they're rich and entitled. They're just like, make the horse do what I want. So, horse responds well to you. Um, yeah, you're not, like, the fastest that, there's no, like, you know, no one's taking their sunglasses off, being like, oh, my God, look how fast he's yeah. going. But um, you manage pretty well. Valentine, you're... Very impressed. This is a surprise. Nice. This is good. This is good. All right. Yeah. Atticus would would gradually try to get the speed up mm -hmm. as as he feels he has control. He'd be like, okay, faster now. Yep. Faster, faster. And, and again, in like military marching prawns, he'd be like, okay, double time kind of thing. <laughs> yep. Um, how does it feel to be be up top? I mean, you're, it's too high for you, but yeah. like otherwise, what's what's the experience of riding a horse like for Atticus? Still dangerous and stressful. He hates it. Right. <laughs> Um, all right. So yeah, you, you do a couple laps, uh, and, uh, and it goes, uh, surprisingly well, um, you, you sort of bring the, the horse back around immediately. Oh. There are like people coming out to like, take the horse from you and, and move to the stable, um, which they are currently clearing shit out of. Cause like it's been used for storage. There hasn't been a horse in there for a long time. Um, and, uh, the, uh, the, the horse just kind of like, uh, gives you like a, a like a, a stern nod. <laughs> <laughs> can I roll to see if Valentine spotted anything you can give him tips on? Sure. Yeah. All righty. What? Uh, I think per. You perception? know what? Uh, I would have said perception, but uh, I think it's gonna be driving. It's. Oh, okay. What What is Valentine observing from the lens of being able to handle the horse? Um, and I'll say uh, difficulty of two. Okay. 
Um, in terms of advantage and disadvantage, I don't really see any cause for a booster setback. All right, let's just say that. Uh, Tyler, did you had you had one advantage on that last roll? I think two right? advantages advantage? for the horse riding. All right, so you can take a boost from, cool. from that, Ryan. Two success and two threat. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, you see some places he can improve. Um, Tyler, I think for you, we'll say then that you get a boost on your, your next riding check. Um, in terms of the thread, I'm just going to add a setback to the next, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to add a setback to your next check, uh, Valentine. Okay. So, um, just cause it's, it's the two, so I can spend it to a specific person. I think you, you give him some advice, um, I can't. I can't justify that cost, can I? Fuck. Um, <laughs> all right. So no. What we'll make it is uh, a setback to Tyler. Your next roll, <laughs> but a boost to your next ride. I was gonna say I have a cheesy one if you want a story purpose. Sure. The rules are real strict for the race. There's no way to airbutt it. Oh, okay. The rules yeah. come out. And it's like nope, no cheating. You're just riding a fucking horse. There's no. Yes, you can okay. fuck with the horse at all. You lose. Yep. I like that a lot. That makes sense. And also is what I was gonna go for anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I well, will, I didn't know that. I so. will buy what I already own, uh, 100%. No, that, that's great. <laughs> I like that a lot. Right. So, yes, the rules come in. Um, there's a specific no tank tread clause. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. I hate that they ruled that up. But, like, no drugs, no servitorizing. Like, all yep. the stuff that was on Valentine's list of possibilities is all excluded. Yep. Yeah. Um, honestly, if the Kiros family could try it, they probably have. So there's there's a lot of, of um, corners that have been covered. Okay, right. I love that. Um, <laughs> Kiros family just showed up with a horse-shaped car one year. <laughs> <laughs> This car is called the Stallion. Get out. <laughs> this is Fabius Bile reaching out to all those arch heretics and other dangerous psychopaths out there. There is only one way to truly defeat the Emperor and his pathetic lick spittles, and that is to make sure that they do not unify themselves and their false beliefs and empty gods. They must not join a Patreon. They must never join patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Then our cabal can rise to the heights of brutality and cruelty. We can slay every player character, skin the flesh from their bones, and leave them with no hope remaining. Unless, somehow, people go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. With enough support, perhaps they could stop us. But that will never happen. <laughs> So we cut back to uh, Morgan and Eli arriving at uh, the Ball and Song Estate. Mm -hmm. um, it is uh, it is just truly a spectacular, like large front gate, um, uh, which, which you pull up to the, the perfectly manicured lawn uh, with you know like amazing. It's got like a line of those like triangular crafted trees kind of uh, leading in. Um, perfect grounds behind it. There's, uh, Eli, you do notice an incredible looking stone maze, um, <gasps> just kind of, uh, off, off to one side. Um, there's, you know, seem to be statues kind of throw the, the grounds. However, upon, uh, arrival, uh, you're met by, uh, folks wearing, uh, the Balnsong livery. So similar to what you saw mm -hmm. from the, um, 
uh, the roof repair folks. And uh, immediately one of them kind of comes out and says, uh, oh, pardon me, I'm not quite sure what uh, what you two are doing here. Oh, man. Could could Morgan have gotten Terseus to write a letter before she left? <laughs> uh, you can spend a story point for that. <sighs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> The order has shifted. Changed it. One and four. God, I need it. I just. Yeah. I very, at the last minute, was like, this is not a good first impression if we just bounce in. So Mm -hmm. she's just going to give this this nice letter that Terseus wrote, similar to the note when they balled in on the roof and then had a note to like, we showed up, but we have a nice. Sure. We Mm -hmm. have a nice letter and it'll be like. If you could give this to your lady of the house, uh, we will wait wherever people wait. That would be on the street to the unannounced. So good news. You're already there. Um, and then uh, the attendant um, goes inside and like gets on a, a, a Vox caster and a servo scope. I was going to say, quick question. This letter that you got, is it from Van Houten? Is it from you? Who is the letter? Just so, because I imagine mm. that might flavor things inside the house, depending on That's who sent point, right? what. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, we already sent a letter from Van Houten previously. Uh, right, right. No, this letter would be from her explaining the situation of, like, you know, we want to make a name. We know you're super busy. <laughs> Thanks for everything. You got introduced to Van Houten, but not to me. I would like to make an introduction. Okay, fair enough. Um, so uh, he goes inside and uh, hops on the, the voice coder and like a servo skull comes flying out. Because like, despite how nice everything here is, still 40K. Yeah. Uh, it's got like a little like powdered wig though. Um, and like, <laughs> is it like a bow uh, under its its chin that just kind of flutters behind it as it as it pulls out. Um, the attendant hands the servo skull the uh, the letter and the skull f- fucks off. Uh, and you you wait uncomfortably for like 10 minutes um, just in, in awkward silence uh, outside the front gate as it is no doubt taken to a butler who reads it, determines whether or not it can be passed along, and, and so on and so forth. Eli's just craning his neck to look at the maze, doesn't want to build a maze they're expecting. You want to roll me a, a perception check? Um, okay. <laughs> it's difficulty two because you're far away. Okay. That's that's all I got. That's it? Yep. Um, yeah, I don't have anything to add to this. You, you don't have proficiency in mazes? Uh, I got a triumph and a failure. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, it's very far away. Oh, so the success and the failure cancel out. So it's just the triumph? Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, because the sap doesn't do it. I mean, a lot of the time we just read them both and Tom punishes (laughs) us deliciously. So just let the app torture us all. All right. It's very far away. Uh, You can't really get a a particularly good sense of uh, of what uh, what the maze is. Um, But um, I will say because it's a triumph. The guard does notice you staring at the maze and uh, something in his expression kind of softens. And as, as you're waiting, he just kind of like leans around the corner and he's like, it's a pretty sweet maze, huh? Yes, I've been thinking of building one myself. A fellow maker of mazes. And he like qu- like reaches into his jacket and just pulls out like a, a notepad where he's like drawn a couple of fairly intricate mazes. Mm. Um, and he just says, uh, you, you build them? I design them. Ah, me too. I, I, and he kind of like looks at his little notepad and says, I've not had a chance to build one myself, but it does seem like it would be rather fun, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Have you ever built one inside of a house? Oh, I've always dreamed, but uh, certainly never. Um, is that even possible? 
Where would people go to sit in the sitting rooms? Well, you'd have to follow the maze to the sitting room. Oh, his face is just lighting up. It never occurred to him you could you could do that. Eli's just going along with this. This is like <laughs> oh, he says, well, um, odd. <laughs> perhaps um, it seems you know a lot more about mazes than I do. Uh, and perhaps if, if uh, your your mistress makes a good impression, you'll be back again. Would you mind uh, giving me some notes on mine? And he like hands you his, his notepad. Uh, does it? Do I notice anything? Is it like, does it look like a good maze? Or is it like I could solve this and like a do 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 there at the end? There's Dude, the this guy has nothing to do all day. These are some pretty intricate mazes. But looking mm. at them, you also can see some very easy applications to the estate if you want them. Ah, yes. In oh, interesting. In this false turn, he, oh. Yes, you see, you think turning right is going to be the way to yes, do it. But, indeed. Oh, no, fucko, you're stuck. <laughs> Fuckos. <laughs> yes, truly. That's what I call people stuck in mazes. <laughs> I, I like you. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and uh, like Morgan, you're just fucking stuck outside during this. But yep. Eli will say, uh, having taken this this book of mazes, mm -hmm. um, uh, you can have. If you do decide to try and build a maze, uh, you can have a, a boost on on that because you have some, some good stuff to study uh, <laughs> from your triumph. All right. Um, the uh, uh, the. Um, there is no servile skull that, that returns. Um, instead, the gates just open. Oh, no, I guess the skull would have to come back for this. Skull comes back, uh, the, the gates open, and um, there's a, just a, a small note um, that, that's been handwritten um, and just like, but clearly jotted down. Like, this isn't a, no one spent time on the calligraphy of this or anything. Um, and it just says, uh, sounds fun, meet me up back. Oh, nice. Okay. It's <laughs> So the gates open, but you out back of the residence. Yeah, like I'm around assuming. the back of the estate. But you've been basically granted passage. Great. Uh, and the guards seeing this are just like, "Yep, you're 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 free to go." All right, great. We're just gonna walk back. We'll 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 walk past the outside of the maze so Elon <laughs> can gawk at the maze. And he will yeah. gawk. He will. And and we'll go look for the lady ballin song in the back. Cool. Uh, Eli, you you gawk at the maze. Mm -hmm. Given that it's a stone maze, you see an entrance and a bunch of walls. It is not impressive from out here. You're slightly bummed. You don't have time to go through it, but you do have the book in your pocket, so it's not a full full loss. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> you, he'll, uh, he'll touch it, though, to see the texture of it. <laughs> oh I don't know. What sure. Feels like so. stone. Uh, mystery solved. <laughs> Um, you, uh, make your way around behind the, the estate. It is very large. You like, literally have to ask like some gardeners and shit, like where to go. Um, you come around back, uh, and, uh, you sa hear the, uh, the crack of a rifle. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you find, uh, Guinevere Ballensong, um, just like she set up a, like servants have set up a, a shooting range for her. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's just like in the, the classic kind of like, uh, aristocratic riding gear, while still also being very aristocratic. So she's got like the leather vest and like the leather pants, but also like frills, far too many frills. Um, but uh, she is, uh, yeah, she's got a, a, just a sporting rifle um, and is uh, firing at um, just a, like several skills holding targets um, and just blasting, uh, blasting the targets. Mm -hmm. As you come around, uh, you hear the crack of the shot and you just hear, oh, fucking emperor's balls. Um, and then uh, reloading. Uh, and she says, again, um, and like skulls go up. Um, is the, the crack of the rifle, uh, and this time one of the uh, the skulls explodes, but the target doesn't, and the target drops. 
Uh, and she just mutters uh, to one of her attendants, who's kind of like laughing along with her. She's like, I am truly horrendous at this. Uh, and she reloads and says, oh, uh, yes, my uh, unexpected visitors. Hello. Welcome. Uh, I'm so sorry. I was already dressed for shooting. Uh, so I figured I would just uh, carry on. Not, not you, though, obviously. Uh, please, please come, come. Um, and uh, she just kind of like looks both of you up and down, like clearly not what she was expecting. She says, oh, um, you'll have to forgive me. You don't look like you're from around here. Yes, there's no forgiveness needed. We are not from around here. And Morgan will take her hat off and do a big bow. And <laughs> it is so very nice to finally meet you, Lady Bolensong. Uh, can you roll me a charm check, oh, please? No. <laughs> oh, Eli will be standing kind of half a pace behind Morgan, just in his standard hands behind back, head slightly bowed. Eyes to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's. I mean, the lady's shooting. He wants it? to shoot too. It's fair. Uh, I'm going to say difficulty of two. Okay. Um, you can have a boost for um, your your exotic appearance. A uh, rogue trader is a, is a surprising thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's about it. Okay, that's all I got. I'm just going to roll it. <laughs> the classic Morgan, one advantage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, she uh, uh, just kind of smiles politely mm -hmm. um, and uh, says, oh, uh, well... Uh, Excellent. It, it's a, a pleasure to, to meet you as well. Please, you, you can call me Guinevere. We don't need the, the lady uh, ball and song situation. Uh, that's a lot. Um, and she kind of looks looks to you, Eli. Mm -hmm. uh, Eli, can you roll a deception check, please? Absolutely. Um, and uh, we'll say difficulty two. Oh, God. Um, in terms of a bonus and setback, like... This is really a, does she notice how much you want to shoot check. So I'm curious to hear <laughs> what kind of, like, it, it sounds like Eli's keeping it together pretty well. So He's trying. Yeah. So let's say a, get a boost for just like actually being slightly good at this. You've been training, you've been thinking about it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's it for me. Yeah. I can't argue for any more. Yep. Two threats. Two threats. Okay, so um, <laughs> cunning, she, not his best skill. Yeah, <laughs> she she sees right through it, and um, after kind of acknowledging your your bow, almost immediately kind of ignore it, like turns away from you and mm. uh, looks to Eli, and she just says, "Um, hey, sorry, uh, did I just see you staring at the guns?" Uh, my 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 sincere apologies oh, no, 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 lady no, 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 don't don't do that <laughs> it's really okay um why why were you looking at the guns it's i i just i enjoy shooting oh my god are you going to start a rebellion uh, absolutely not uh, i'm just for, i'm fucking with you oh. i'm fucking with you no 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 you like shooting f yes for sport she like looks you up and down is like okay look i i get you're from off world if you've been somewhere exciting and shot at things that weren't targets so many things he could just can't help himself <laughs> uh and she just lights up and she says oh, you two are interesting um and then she shoots a like a sly grin to you morgan uh just says like you do bring such interesting people into my life okay here and she tosses you the rifle huh. <laughs> <laughs> Show, show us what you've got. And she like clicks the, the the servants. You're noticing that like, despite the geniality of everything, like she's still very much just 
has a house that does her every bidding and yeah, that is still yeah, very yep. much a part of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, they run around and you can see that the servants are actually kind of jazzed about this. This is a <laughs> real like, oh, cool. Someone other than the person who pays our wages gets to do something <laughs> uh, kind of thing. So uh, she resets the targets um, and uh, she turns to you, uh, Morgan, and says, um, I, t I tell you what, Captain, uh, why don't we place a friendly wager on this? How well do you think your friend can shoot? Or servant, I should say. Although, friend, I don't know. I don't know how you do things off-world. Oh, yes. That's not quite a servant. Part of my crew, hmm. you see. So still beneath me, but <laughs> he is capable. So just so I understand the hierarchy, above or below your famous bird, Toby? Definitely below. Excellent. The files didn't lie. Okay, well, let's see what you can do. <laughs> Um, so, do you think he hits all the targets? Of course. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, and so, uh, what was your, your name? Uh, Clarence, my lady. Mm, Clarence. All right. Well, I'm afraid I have to bet against you then, Clarence, in order to make things fair between me and uh, your, your mistress here. Um, so, I'm going to uh, wager a favor that you cannot hit all these targets against... Um, Yes, uh, a favor from a rogue trader seems rather of interest to me. So, a uh, favor for a favor then, shall we? That sounds perfectly fair, my lady Guinevere. Um, please, we're shooting and placing bets. You may call me Una. Now, I assume, though, that... Uh, uh, yes, uh, just so you are aware, um, there is, of course, money on this planet, but uh, favors are truly the currency of the realm. So just be careful with who you bet them against. Of course, it's too late in our particular instance, but in future, keep an eye on that. Okay, let's see some shooting. Um, and so there are five targets. Uh, Eli, I'm going to need a, uh, a melee ranged light. Or ranged light, yeah. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> a melee ranged <laughs> melee light. Range. Throw, oh, my God. You throw your gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <clears throat> Got um, range the range band uh, on these is two. Okay. That's difficulty two? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say um, a, well, do you think Eli would be at all stressed about like people watching and placing bets on him? No, he's so exciting, like excited to do this. And I think um, it, it's also something you do during practice like this is something you would do uh, like in training cool is he, you, you always have to do your absolute best regardless of the stress regardless of the situation this is his comfort zone gotcha uh is he proficient with a rifle or just a shotgun um this is master of arms he probably mm -hmm. he's probably good with all the above with i think every everything right, yep, yeah. fair enough mm -hmm. cool um uh actually i will give you a setback for the quality of this rifle Okay. It's not a military-grade rifle. It's a sporting rifle, which probably means it's weighted in very odd ways for you. Okay. Interesting. Um, this favor seems pretty important, mm -hmm. so I'm going to use my Emperor's Blessing and add two boost Hell yeah. to this check, which I can do once per session. So here it goes. <laughs> Better <laughs> fucking work. So we like cut back to Terra, and the Emperor's just like, Eli is shooting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we're doing the emperor's work, right? So yeah, uh, all right. Uh, ha! Uh oh, we're fucking this up. All right, let's hear how bad you pooped the bed. Let's do this. Four advantages, one failure. 
Wow. Guys. Wow, wow, wow. It was wow, wow. so in my favor. <laughs> Welcome to and the I hell we're in. And I came up with so many blank dice. <laughs> yep. Oh, fuck. Um, it, Eli, your your aim is true. It's honestly the rifle's fault because this thing is so light and kind of fluffy compared to what mm-hmm. you're used to firing that I think it really is just like full confidence. I've got this. But then firing it, it's like someone once pointed out that the weight of a lightsaber would make it almost an impossible thing to use as a sword because there's only weight in the hilt and you have no sense right. of how long the blade is. It's like that. Like every time you fire this rifle, the recoil's wrong. Um, you know, the, the way you've been adjusting for like uh, wind and everything else, just none of it really works because the yeah. thing is such a lightweight pea shooter. Um, and uh, Honestly, it is... Honestly, most of his shooting has been done like in ships in space where you're not having a whole lot of wind to contend with. Hmm. Yeah, just bullets <laughs> are just curving slightly. Yeah. It's like, huh. Um, so yeah, it is it is a poor showing. Uh, just Oof. like you ping the edge of one of the targets, but otherwise it's all like uh, it, it's all misses. Um, and uh, Guinevere just kind of like uh, laughs and claps along and uh, turns turns to you, Morgan, and just says, "Oh, Captain, I do believe you are in my debt now, and that is very very interesting to me. Um, good try though, uh, Clarence. It's fully understandable that uh, you know you might want to." shall we say, embellish your reputation coming from amongst the stars as you do. But I think it's very clear. She kind of like gestures to her staff who are now on team, very much on team her as like, a, look at these outworlders. We're cooler than them. I think it's very clear that shooting things in space is perhaps not quite as difficult as shooting things in real life. <laughs> I, oh, Eli, oh <laughs> he's is. grinding his teeth. And I was like, I am duly ashamed um, and looking back to Morgan, she's like, I can understand why you value the bird above him. Precisely that. If only Toby had been the one shooting, but good help is hard to find. <laughs> um, and she kind of like like gives you a look that her servants can't see of like, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some glowers from behind her that suggest that they probably know that's what she was doing. <laughs> and um, well, this has been a, a delightful entertainment. And, and uh, I must say, I needed this. It has been quite stressful planning the the welcoming party for everyone. Um, but surely you didn't come here just to amuse me. So uh, tell me, my new debtor, what uh, do you need? Of course. And I appreciate you taking us on short notice and when you are so busy. But... Uh... The intrigue of this place has uh, piqued my interest, I would say, and, well, I would like to join this upcoming race. You would like to seek the hand of the Duke Wickstrop? Why not? That is a delightful attitude. That is interesting. Yes, so um, the good news is, and I, I, you should really reprimand whoever your contact here is, um, you all you need to do is just inform the uh, the royal family that you'll be participating, and they'll just put you on the list. So mission accomplished. You did it. Congratulations. Oh yes, of course. But to join this race, I need a good vessel, and everyone says that you have the absolute best. So well, the roguish tradester appears to be incredibly well built. I can't imagine where you found half of the parts that my team reported seeing, even just on the exterior. So I don't know what you could possibly want from one of my vintage vehicles that you can't get from yours. Well, of course, I want the world experience. I know what my ship is like, and I have been with it a long time. But when you are here, you should not act like the people here do, right? And I would like the very best that is from here. 
Well, those would be my ships. I suppose I could spare one if the price was right. I already have a favor from you, though, so that does limit the currency somewhat. Hmm. I tell you what, um, I will sell you one of my ships. However, I have always desired to see the Cloud Palace. So in the off chance that my charms fail to win over the Duke Wixthorpe's hearts and yours prevail over him, you bring me as your sole guest so that I may see the palace firsthand. If you agree to this, sworn as an oath before all of these witnesses, then I'll allow you to buy one of my ships, sure. No, but of course. Uh, Are you doing this... Uh, will you actually make good on this, or are you lying? There's no way I'm gonna make good on this. <laughs> Give me deception, then. <laughs> but my but my follow up is that. Oh, go ahead. My follow up is that. Uh, but honestly, Una, I think you have a very good running for his hand. For I have not met anyone else as charming as you so far. Okay. Do you want deception for you'll take this deal, or deception for the fact that you're interested in Una? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there, is there a white shoes roll for both? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just I I want the implication to be like I just want to be here to have fun, and I think you'll win anyway. So sure, if I win, but I'm not gonna honor that because I feel like you will win. Yeah, that's that's yeah, my yeah, yeah. my pitch. <laughs> okay. Um. In that case, this is not better for you. Um, no. I will give you uh, a charm. No, Tom, it's lying. <laughs> is it though? Yeah. Do you? But okay, fine. Then you can take deception. Um, <laughs> I does... don't like this lady or find her charming. <laughs> All right, fine. Go for deception. <laughs> uh, your difficulty is three. Oh, brother. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do I get my deception for being for hiding information? Boost. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So this is rapidly becoming the. Do I have advantage from Dum Dums and Dragons? Yes. Yeah. This yeah, is, 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 is this, this a sneak is attack? Is yes. This is, sneak attack. this is Morgan's sneak attack for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, can, <laughs> uh, so you can take that for sure. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the only boost. That's fine. You have one story point available to you. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't be using the story point. You have to just see where shit happens. I don't want to push a button, but I gotta. <laughs> well, welcome to Tom's Hell. One advantage, two failures, one triumph. <laughs> wow. You're right. That is my hell. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features the voices of players Brian LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borvik alongside Game Master Tom McGee. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to...
to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diophasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Congratulations. You've reached the Amelia Project. A new life awaits. If you're not serious about this, hang up. If you continue, there's no way back. Leave your message after the beep. Enter the offices of the Amelia Project and be ready for surprises, twists and turns. Follow the Amelia team as they help their clients fake their deaths and come back with new identities. Each episode is different. Each client coming to the death-faking agency has a unique story to tell. If death and disappearances, comedy and crime, mystery and magic sounds like your cup of... Coco, The Amelia Project is the podcast for you. Search for The Amelia Project wherever you find your podcasts. And remember, leave your message after the beep.